You're listening to the Fubba Lead Podcast. With Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. And welcome into Fubba Lead, episode number 15, our post Phoenix show. Connor, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. You're probably doing really good. Everything's great. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I told you that's where he, that's where Kyle said oh, it. Geez. Phoenix. Everything is great. Kyle Bush, win number one. 99. And 198 this weekend. One nine, that's right. We'll talk about that. Yep. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at FuddleLead. You can follow us on Instagram at FuddleLead. You can email us at FuddleLead at gmail.com. And you can shop our merch store. Find the links on our social media channels. And I'm happy to report that somebody out there is wearing um, merch. Uh, two people out two there. Two people out there, right. So our uh, Gabe, our number one fan, uh, ordered a shirt. So he's got yep. the shirt. And um, Cole yeah. Bunn won. Just so happens Cole Bunn won this week. I know, had random drawing. That random, random drawing, and Cole won a For the Lead shirt. So he wore that, I think, on a trip he had this weekend. So For the Lead is mm-hmm. out there. I yeah. Mean, it is out there. Our face is out there on somebody's T-shirt. Is that people weird to think People are wearing of? our faces. Yeah, maybe we'll see that at Martinsville. That's right, because uh, Gabe uh, is coming to Martinsville. I wish we could look up our listener trajectory to see like where uh, where our audience is I across know. the country. Uh, um, um, the platform that we launch the podcast on each week is called Anchor, and apparently they merged with some other company, so apparently our analytics are supposed to get better. That's what really? I, that's what I'm told. So, yeah. Well, that would be cool. That'll be really cool. Probably see a lot out of my house with all oh, my family geez. members listening. Hopefully you're not listening like 50 times and ruining our numbers. No, that would probably be my grandmother. I hope she's not <laughs> ruining our numbers either. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. We've got a NASCAR Heat update. We had maybe the second greatest race ever on NASCAR Heat over the last week, didn't we? Wasn't it a great race, I thought? Which one? Was it Talladega? Oh, yeah. Talladega Wasn't was. Wasn't that a great race? What, yeah, it was what pretty happened? crazy. You won, right? No, I didn't win. Oh. Oh, did I wreck? Yeah, you wrecked. <laughs> Well, it was still a great race. I was coming. I think you wrecked, and then you had to pit, and I somehow took the lead on the final lap because everybody pitted, and I was short on fuel. Um, so I was like coming out of turn four, I believe, and I ran out of gas. Oh, that's right. That's and I was right. trying to that's wreck right. everybody, yeah, and I, I ended up finished like seventeen. Yeah. So and I pitted because I wrecked. Yeah. To bring out the caution, so I had enough fuel, and I finished like sixth. Yeah. So, so you still have the points lead. Yeah, but it was pretty good race because we were one two for a while we were that was maybe the uh, i had so much fun the xfinity series on nascar heat three is super fun iowa is my toughest track i've ever raced in in like on any heat games like fourth but i had to like claw for it because at one point i was running like 26 for like eight laps i couldn't get past 26th oh that's right so oh yeah and and that track everybody can wreck so easily yeah yeah people were spinning out I mean, you just tap somebody and they spin out at that track. Come out of turn four and hit the wall on the straightaway. Every single time I did that, it just like ruined my car. Oh, boo-hoo. But came away with fourth, so that's honorable. We go back to Iowa, so we'll see how that goes. But we have like Road America coming up after oh, do we? Pocono, I think. Yeah, That's right. Or after Michigan, because Michigan, we're skipping next. Pocono. Yep, we're skipping. I'm not doing Pocono. No, I'm too good. <laughs> Done with Pocono. <laughs> um, Connor wins at Pocono every week, so I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Xfinity Series and NASCAR Heat. Very high success. Timothy does a little bit better in the Xfinity series. Thank you. It's more. It's you're like the Justin Allgaier. You, you, I don't. I don't want to be you, Justin Allgaier. Don't call me Justin Allgaier. <laughs> Screw you. You, you got a ride in Cup. Screw you. Couldn't really do anything with it. Go back down to Xfinity, and you're actually pretty. That's decent. a wrap, folks. Crash. Trouble. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Compare me to Justin Allgaier. Yeah. Gosh. Um, well, we have a Clyde update for you. Clyde, he's growing. He's growing. Like a wildfire. He is peeing and pooping all over the house. Yep. How's that going? <laughs> you know, I like take him outside and he doesn't pee. We come back inside. He walks around the corner and I know I'm like, I'm like, damn it. I don't hear anything. I walk around there and he's peed in the floor. Mm. It's like, but then in the middle of the night, I'll take him out and he'll pee. He's peed on my bed a number of times too. Really? Yeah. I had to wash, That's my, annoying. wash my comforter overnight, uh, lo- night before last. That's annoying. But he loves sleeping with me. That's good. Um, he's very. He doesn't like to be in his crate. No. Uh, does not like that at all. Loves to be out of his crate. Um, but he's starting to get a little more puppyish and wild and, and running around and not just calm. Yeah. He seems calm. Remember every interaction I have with him. Seems pretty calm. Like he just sits there on the floor and I mean he doesn't get in fights with the cat. So. No. 
Well, I mean, he, he gets worn out, too, uh, yeah. playing. I mean, he it's like it doesn't take much for him to get worn out, and then he lays down. Well, that's good. Maybe, so. you, should, maybe you should uh, play with him heavy every night before bed, and maybe, then maybe so. he'll sleep better in the crate. So. All right. Well, that, that's our Clyde update for you. Um, maybe we'll get him in here on the podcast sometime. Maybe. Since Trevor Bain's not in here anymore. Yeah, Trevor's too busy working on his coffee shop. <laughs> too busy for us. So. We need to go down to that coffee shop, get some coffee. Yeah. Even though I don't, I don't even like... Uh, yeah, I think it's like I don't like coffee either. Well, what would even? Can we just get water? Well, yeah. Is Trevor here? Can we get is Trevor here? Is Trevor's working can in the back water? making brewing. I remember coffee. we at um, where do we eat at? It was Dell Junior. I don't know that we ever even talked about that. Whiskey River. Yeah, whiskey. I don't think River. we ever talked. We about never talked. We ate at Dell Junior's restaurant, Whiskey River, um, in the airport. What airport was Charlotte it? Douglas? Char- was that yeah, Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte Douglas. And there was a woman who who had a dog there too. Yeah, but just popped up out of our purse right beside us. Right. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> It was, I don't even remember what kind of dog was it. But I it think was like it a was a poodle or something. No, I think it was like a little like lap dog. It almost looked like a wiener dog, but it wasn't. Uh, but it had really big ears, and Timothy was joking about reaching over and just and snapping its neck. <laughs> That's, no. Woman walking Don't on. say that, because then PETA's going to like protest our show, okay? <laughs> PETA's going to get a hold of the don't podcast. Don't Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, so um, that's your Clyde update. Um, what a weekend for NASCAR. Um, you know, Kyle Busch. I mean, it's like the Kyle Busch year. You think so? <laughs> that's what it seems to be. He won, what, both truck and Xfinity race last week. Didn't he yeah. win a race before that la- the week before? Didn't he win the truck race the week before? Hasn't he won two straight truck races? Yeah, he won two straight truck races. Atlanta and Vegas, and then he's won two straight Xfinity, Xfinity races. And then he won at yeah. Phoenix. So win number 99 for Mr. 199. Oh, I'm sorry. 199. Um, and we'll get into the whole uh, racing at Phoenix here in a little bit. But a uh, lot to talk about from the weekend. So, yeah, I mean, Kyle Busch won the Xfinity race. Christopher Bell, he, like, blew up or something. No, uh, he was, like, running third behind Allgaier, and this lapper blew up, like, heavy in front of them, like, in turns three and four. And Allgaier hit the oil, hit the wall, but Bell got the worst of it. He hit the oil, spun it around, backed it into the wall, and was – Done for the day. Done. So that was kind of, I mean, even though it was a Bush-dominating race, that kind of just took the ugh out of it because, you know, the, the I guess the two other best Xfinity drivers when Kyle's on the track, Allgaier and Bell, were taken Is out. Is Allgaier really that great? Yeah, Allgaier's solid. Mm-hmm. It, the, other than Kyle Busch in the Xfinity series mm-hmm. when he's racing, probably the best three are Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, and Justin Allgaier. Well, good for them. So... But two of them were taken out, so that was and, that. Um, and really, that's not the highlight of the weekend. Kyle Busch's 199th win is not the highlight of the weekend. The highlight of the weekend happened surprisingly on Friday. Yeah, and I missed it. And of, you missed it. Of course, I'm. Of course, I'm out of town. The one weekend where there's extremely interesting, controversial stuff going on on a Friday, right at so, the track. So it was like maybe round one of qualifying, and Daniel Suarez and Michael McDowell. Uh, Suarez was going out for his run, and I guess McDowell was in the way and didn't move out of Suarez's way, and that pissed Daniel Suarez off. It would piss me off, too. So he went to confront Michael McDowell on pit road. McDowell grabbed his throat, and then and then Suarez took McDowell down like, like a— e- Like easy. <laughs> it looked easy. I mean, it's like he did a—what is it, a— well, you're you're wrestling power. What's the move where you just take them down? Is it a power draw? What's it called? I don't know. Take, I don't know. Take down. He does, let's just say take down. Uh, and then he went down, and then a crew member run, ran over and pinned. Uh, Michael McDowell took a lot of L's in that. For one, he got out with his helmet on and grabbed another. He said he always does that. He's race ready. He he got out with his helmet on and grabbed a man by his neck with his helmet on. So that deducts him points. And then the guy he grabbed proceeds to easily push him to the ground as if he's a Slammed kid. Slammed him to the ground. And if it wasn't him to the ground. And if it wasn't for Michael McDowell's gang of crew, he might have done more to Michael McDowell. I don't know. And then So you're team team Suarez. On this issue, yes. And then when uh I guess McDowell's crew chief had Suarez by the neck. Michael was trying to grab his foot and, like, pull him yeah, off. Yeah, pull so him I, off there. Beat him. Beat I was him like, up. what is going on? Yeah. Poor little Daniel Suarez is getting jumped over here. When Take him down. I saw something on Twitter. It was like, you can't drive two slow cars fast. They couldn't even get out of turn, I mean, uh, you know, round one of qualifying. Here's what I think. I think Daniel Suarez is frustrated because I think that he – I'm pretty sure he would signed a one-year deal with Stuart Haas. Only one year? I think so. 
and that makes me nervous. Um, I think that he realizes this is his last opportunity, and he has not really done a lot. I mean, he's not really performed so far yeah. um, in that car, and I'm just looking, which we'll run run through the point standings in a little while. But I mean, he's 20th in the points. Um, I mean, he's had a top 10, but you know, he's not clearly not doing what the other Stuart Haas cars have done. Clearly the weaker the weaker link of Stuart Haas racing. And he's clearly not having the Eric Amarola type year no. so far when Eric went over to Stuart Haas. No. So I think he's frustrated um and I think he's letting the emotions get the best of him because um you know as we were talking about before and you you compare me to Justin Allgaier, Maybe Daniel Suarez is meant for the Xfinity. Some drivers are just meant for the Xfinity series. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. I mean, all guy made a. So career. that's I'm 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 putting a button on this case right now and saying Suarez should be fired and taken back to the Xfinity series. Well, I mean, all guy made a career out of the Xfinity series. Elliot Sadler did. All right, Daniel. So he's got to perform though. But it seems like Stuart Haas as a whole has kind of taken a step down on the ladder this year. Well, yeah. I mean, it seems that way. Um, I mean, you don't see Harvick. Had a win yet. Yeah, you don't see Harvick dominating races. Harvick's not dominant. Of course, they do have the Fords, which you predicted, and that that were, you predicted they were going to be bad. Then you predicted after Daytona they were going to be great, and now your prediction is back to what average? No, because I feel like the two best teams are Gibbs and Penske. Well, wait a minute. We can't really say the Fords have not performed. It's just team, right? Based. Because Penske's won two out of the first four races. Almost three. Right, almost three. So yeah, I mean, um, maybe Stuart Haas is missing a little bit. Maybe, maybe, um, but it was surprising to see Harvick not. I mean, granted he got a top ten, but that's not Har- That's not acceptable for Phoenix and Harvick, right? Yeah. So and same with Atlanta. I mean, he didn't. You know, he kind of ran in the top ten in Atlanta, but wasn't really like a threat in the final stage. So and that's true. So we'll I see. Mean, again, just four races in, so there's plenty of time to oh, rebound. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time. So. Um, and we have some other news to talk about. Wow, and I think i predicted this on the podcast months ago rockingham is back baby uh, oh wow yeah it is sports so you, you know more about this than i do what's happening well they're making it like in a event venue where they'll hold like music festivals and stuff but like um i guess i mean i've never really been to rockingham north carolina so like is that a popular place no, it's not we, we, remember we have driven oh yeah we drove to there it is a dead it is dead yeah and it's nothing but sand and it's i i don't know how that's going to work as a music venue well it's like a music venue slash i guess they'll do like car shows there and stuff and then eventually get back to racing they use they slung that around very loosely so um, I'm assuming racing, they're going to kind of work it back up into the cup, kind of like what Nashville yeah, I mean, will do. Yeah, they may have to go back and do the truck series, and then they or may st- have even, to... Or even start lower in. than that, like K&N or ARCA, and then... But that won't that won't draw a crowd, Just bring the cup series back there. I do want to see the cup series back there. I think it's a great oh, yeah, racetrack. Yeah. Um, it is a great racetrack. So, um, the other news that happened, um, Nashville. Nashville coming for the banquet this year. This year, and I think that's a prelude to racing in Nashville in the Cup Series. I think Nashville's a step ahead of Rockingham, of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I think Rockingham, Rockingham saw that and was like, ah, well, if they're you know taking all the measures they can to get NASCAR back there, then we need to really bring NASCAR back to you know its roots in Rockingham. So December fifth will be the banquet in Nashville. I don't know what venue it's at, but uh, I, and I guess the Nashville Fairgrounds or whatever it's called, where the racetrack is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Wherever that short track is, they're going to try and bring racing back there eventually. Eventually. So we might see maybe in 20, mid-2023, 20, I want to say. I'm just taking a shot in the dark. Then we, You don't know. I'd say by 2023 we'll, we'll see at least Rockingham or Nashville in the schedule. Cup schedule? Yeah. Well, it's already 2020, basically, so... You're saying they got to start out slow and run K and N and all that. So you're basically saying, well, I'm not saying like every year work its way up, but like maybe implement more races there than just like a cup race a weekend or something like that. Something to get the attendance up, because how was the attendance low in the years that Rockingham was? I mean, that was always a great race, from my understanding. Yeah, so I mean, they were good races for sure. Even it's just the, in the middle of nowhere. Even the last year, Casey Kane and uh, Matt Kenseth at the line, right. And that I mean, was its yeah, last it's race, so like... The location is the problem. I think the track is perfect. They need to put a track like that in a big city. 
but how far is Rockingham from like Charlotte? Because I don't. It's a few hours, I think. A couple hours, mm. I think. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't. I don't know. It just seems like that race produced too good of racing to really like. I could see them taking Kentucky off the schedule because the racing sucks. Every every really. Year. Every year there, the racing sucks. You can't pass at Kentucky or New Hampshire. You can't pass at New Hampshire. Yeah, I hate New Hampshire. At flat track. So it's in like, what's what's in that part of New Hampshire that they run the cup cars? I don't know. And what's in Kentucky other than all the manufacturers and the big Toyota plant? Right. So, I mean, the racing sucks there. And mm. Rockingham's really banked, right? Right. So. The know, Rock. I wonder if they still have the big rock. rock outside. They had a big they rock do. outside. Do they still have it out with all the drivers who won? Their names are on the Rock. I believe they do, yeah. But the have you seen the venue lately, like the grandstands and stuff? It's not looking too pretty. No, I mean, yeah, it's gone downhill. So I mean, they they it tried to make a comeback in the Truck Series race there and in then, 2012 because uh, what Andy Hillenberger or somebody bought it or, or something. Oh, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, and then, I just remember Casey Kane won. Um, and then it kind of went away again. So uh, we'll see if Rockingham comes back to the schedule. Nashville, we'll see if they add a Cup race in the next couple of years. Uh, we've got some points updates to talk about. You and I, we have our own little match going yep. on here. And uh, you made some picks for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And who'd you pick? I picked Martin Truex Jr. Correct. Denny Hamlin. Yep. And Clint Boyer. Right. Kind of shots in the dark. I picked Kyle Busch, Kevin Great Harvick. Pick. Great pick. Chase Elliott. Great pick. And uh, Kyle Busch won. Yep. Um, Kevin Harvick. Second week in a row, Kevin Har- the driver you picked is one. Is it? Oh, that's right. I'm like on a roll. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Kevin Harvick had Wait, a, is this the third week in a row? Because you picked Kozlowski for Atlanta. Well, I picked Atlanta, Atlanta and then... Vegas. Vegas. You picked Logano, and then this week you picked Bush. Wow. So that's three I'm weekends three in, in a row. row. Three in a row, I'm picking the winner. Wow. Holy cow. Streaking. Wow. Okay, so, yeah, I picked Bush, I picked Harvick, and then I picked Chase Elliott. Um, and even though Kyle Busch won... Um, you add all the points up together, I got 120 points from Phoenix. You got 115 points from Phoenix, so I gained five points on you. I had a huge lead, like the first two races, mm-hmm. and then you had a huge week last week. Like 30-point gap. Uh, yeah, it was like a 50-point swing. And so um, the lead was like 31, and now the lead is down to 26, so I'm coming for you. Stage racing hates you, though. And yeah, heat. It, it, you're exactly right. I don't get any stage points in heat. I can't run that, and then... And then in cup, it just it doesn't really smile off. It doesn't really bite you. It just kind of like rewards me more. But yeah, this this week's picks should be very interesting. I already got mine right now. And I get to go first. No, I get to go first. No, I get to go first. (laughs) Unbelievable. You know what? If your driver wins the week before that week, you should get to go first. Oh, now you want to make this? So we're going to change the rules. So I get to go first. No, (laughs) that's not how that's working. All right. Anyways. Um, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Phoenix race. A lot to talk about. Break down that race at Phoenix. Uh, then we're going to have a little debate about Kyle Busch. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Busch as he marches toward 200. Uh, Connor's got his donkey of the day. We've got a California preview. We've got to make our picks for California. Don't go anywhere. It's just getting started on Fun the Lead. Crash. Trouble. You're listening to Fun the Lead with Timothy Martin. And Connor Bunn. And welcome back to For the Lead as we are talking about Phoenix and Kyle Bush's 199th victory. Congratulations, Kyle. What a moment. There's the applause. What a moment. There's the applause. So here's the results. Kyle Bush. Did he dominate the race? Yeah. It wasn't the typical Kyle Bush dominates, but he dominated. Because he didn't win. Did he win stage two? Blaney won uh, stage one, so yeah, he won stage two. Did he? Yeah. Uh, so Kyle Busch gets the win. Martin Truex Jr. very solid with a second place finish. Ryan Blaney third, backed up his pole with a top five. Uh, he had the lead with just a few laps to go, and Kyle Busch passed him. So yeah. um, Eric Amarola was fourth. Denny Hamlin fifth. So a great start to the season for Hamlin and Kyle, Joe Gibbs as a whole. Right, exactly. Kyle Busch is uh, Kyle, Kyle Larson rather was sixth. Kurt Busch. Another top ten for him. He was seventh. Jimmy Johnson, whoa. Uh-oh. That gets a round of applause. He's back, folks. Jimmy Johnson is back with a top ten finish. Bobby his career, is back. His career has been rejuvenated. Yep, this is, um, this is what mean, fixes everything. What a moment for Jimmy Johnson with an eighth-place finish. That's like, what, his first top ten in like five years? <laughs> Something like that. 
<laughs> Way to go, Jimmy. Kevin Harvick, ninth. Joey Logano, 10th. Looking at some of the other finishers, Boyer was 11th. Newman and Stenhouse for Roush, they were 12th and 13th. Chase, oh, man, he was 14th. He had a up-and-down day. Uh, very disappointed as a Chase Elliott fan. Ty Dillon was 15th. Some other names, uh, Brad Keselowski blew a tire. He was 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Dillon, 21st. Bubba Wallace, 22nd. Suarez, 23rd. So he had he had a battery issue. William Byron, 24th. Not uh, again, I think he had a tire continued well. to not be very impressed with Byron and yeah. Chad Knauss. Um And Alex Bowman, what happened to him? Because he tire finished issue. like 35th. A lot of people had tire issues this week. I mean, Eric Hinge, Jones did too. He was 29th. Three of the 400 cars, Chase, um, Bowman, and, um, excuse me, uh, Byron had tire issues. All yeah. had tires go down. So, and that's what ended Keselowski and Eric Jones' day too. So, tire was an issue. There you go. Um, but uh, Kyle Busch gets the win racing. I gotta say, I'm uh, four races in. Um, Daytona was okay. The rest of the races have been boring. You think Daytona was just okay? You ranked it. You ranked it in like one of the best races of all time. I said it was like a 70 or something, 75 out of 100. So, out of 10, 10 being amazing. I think I gave it a seven. No, but or a four. I don't know what I gave it. You gave it like a four, I think, because they didn't have a last lap pass. Um, no. You know, so I mean, I, the, I think the races have been boring so far. So, what would you rank the this package? Week? I don't. I'm not impressed with the package. Um, I mean, this week I would rank. I would rank this was a typical race. I would give it a four. I'm gonna say eleven out of ten. What the? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Eleven out of ten. Ah, say it was a solid. Take s- Kyle Busch away. Take s- Bush out of the equation. Six. Six out of ten, maybe. I mean, there wasn't a lot of pass. I mean, the only exciting part was the restarts when they were five and six wide. Yeah. Um, I just, this season, I, I've seen nothing this season that that impresses me on the competition side whatsoever. It's been a disappointment, and I, I had very high hopes, and now I'm disappointed so far. Yeah. Well, I don't, so. I don't think you're the only fan who's experiencing that, so we shall see how California's yeah. like. Quinn Huff made his debut at Phoenix. Hey, our um, guy Quinn, who has failed to join us so Right, far. well, I haven't <laughs> followed up. You know, he was going to be on the show. We had to cancel, and I, I just haven't followed up. He finished 30th in the 77 car, so. Um, but that was his first race ever, and the team's a new team, so. Honor. That's an honor. He should be 30. a driver Cozy should follow. Should be. Should, should be a driver be. Cozy should follow. need to get Cozy back on here sometime soon. Um, Ryan Blaney, though, good run for him. Uh, oh, glad yeah. to see him finish in the time. I mean, he hadn't, he hadn't. Stats have not been good leading, you know, in the first three races of the year, first four races. So this was good. Um, well, good and it doesn't look good when your teammates won right, last exactly. two out of three. So, and he carried the banner this weekend for Penske. So it shows you that all all three of the Penske's cars are fast and have speed. Yeah. So, um, um, good job for Blaney. Would have loved to have seen him get the win. Yeah. And we so we talked about Jimmy getting a top ten. Wow, uh, that's great. Everything's great. <laughs> Everything's great. Not even not even a top ten. He got eighth. eighth. He got eight. Going for that eighth title. He was a this contender. might be a big moment. He had the lead at one point during Green Flag pick stops, but couldn't even hold it for a straightaway. Uh, but it's Har- right, Harvick Jimmy. didn't have that big of a... A ninth for Harvick. He yeah. got outrun by Jimmy. Mm. What's yes. going on with Harvick this year? Yeah, you're right. He got outrun by Jimmy Johnson. Well, and we haven't talked about Chase. Um, Chase, you know, started on the front row. That was a disaster. Stop. That was a disaster. Then he spun racing around Hamlin and... He hasn't had a top 10 yet this year. No. Has he? Nope. Has he not had a top 10? No. Wait a minute. I think he did. Not in Daytona? Not. He's had one top 10. Oh, we finished top 10 last week? Maybe. Yeah, it would have been like ninth or something. Oh. Just. This happened last year, though. So He start. did not start out good last year. So they're they're doing what, what Larson said. They're, they're just cheating. He's a streaky driver, it seems like. Really he, streaky. He did, he's, uh, some drivers do better the second half of the year. Tony Stewart was. Um, that's what for I was that. exactly who I was going to say. Tony Stewart. Um, so uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not concerned about Chase. No, they'll get it um, together. I'm not concerned, but I don't want him to go winless this year. No, that would be a major setback in my opinion. Yeah, but I think he'll have to develop some consistency as his career goes on, though. Yeah. Um, so drivers, uh, you know, after the race, uh, said some things. I think Truex, Truex, uh, they were saving fuel. So, you know, he was really fast there at the end. He said, um, yeah, he closed. It was like eight seconds to one and a half in like the last thirty laps. So he was really catching Kyle. Yeah. So um, he's had two second place finishes. Um, so you know, I, I think he's picking up where he left off. So that's pretty good. Uh, Blaney um, basically said, um, you know, you kind of, kind of. Fought for third. Um, they, you know, they got a third out of it. Um, yeah. If there had been a few more laps, he probably would have fallen back a little bit more. Amarola said they had a good car. 
Um, not quite as good as we need to be. He always wants more. Nothing's ever good enough for Eric. <laughs> so Denny Hamlin said he was frustrating. Uh, he was frustrated trying to get track position when you have a fast car. So he he apparently thought he was uh, he was better than they were. Um, Larson with a top six finish uh, finally had a clean day. So he was happy about that. He said he's uh, I'm glad that Larson's happy. Um, uh, had some good restarts too that he said kept him in the game. So good, good for good for Larson. Ganassi ninth and oh, and let's go to Jimmy seven. Johnson. What does he? What did he say after his eighth place finish? It's not a victory, but it's definitely a solid day for the Ally Chevrolet. These guys have been working so hard at Hendrick to get us more and more, and we took a step in the right direction. I even think at Vegas we were better than where we finished. So. Big uh, big day for Jimmy. You called out Mendering last week, and he stepped up to the plate this week. Oh, yeah, he said, he said too, in, in his quote, Kevin Mendering uh, called a great race. It was really tricky with strategy, and, uh, you know, he he uh, responded, performed very well. This is Jimmy's first post-race interview in how long? <laughs> like, you know how <laughs> right. they parked the top ten on pit road yeah. and interview him? Yeah. Oh. I haven't seen that. When is the last time Jimmy had a top five? Oh, my gosh. Uh, he, last year. Like, some, when, like early in the year? Last year, Coke 600 finished fifth. Yeah, probably something happened. There was some strategy. To I get don't know, but he, he got top five though. That's his last um, top five. And then Harvick, uh, we were talking about Harvick. Uh, what happened to him? He said it took us uh, like so many laps to get past cars. Um, it was extremely difficult to pass. Um, it just took him took him a long time to get going. Do so. you think Harvick's on the sandbagging thing that Logano did last year? You think he's sandbagging until the playoffs? I think I think Harvick think, wants to win. You think he's genuinely I think, struggling? I mean, I, yeah, I don't think Har. I mean, Harvick's out there. He wants to win. Yeah, Harvick's getting um, more wins in the Xfinity booth this year. Right? Than he is yeah, on the he, side. you know, he wants to win. So I don't, I don't think he's sandbagging no. by any means. But somebody else who's not sandbagging is Kyle Busch. So let's talk about that. Definitely not sandbagging. One hundred and ninety-nine victories. Woo! Feeling it now. Feeling it. So this is the earliest uh, he's got a win in the season in a I, long I, time. I, I was about to say that. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Usually it's like, April, early April. Right. Like a Brit, around. Well, in the year he won the illegitimate championship, he didn't even race till May. Didn't win till Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> illegitimate. He only ran like five races that year and won the title. You're about to see hell fly through me. <laughs> illegitimate. T. T. Um. So he's got win number 199. I mean, it just seems like two weeks ago we were talking about win number 197 or six. Well, we were. Um, And where does he get that two? Before we go into the Kyle Busch debate, let's go ahead and jump ahead to where is he going to win 200 at now? Martinsville. So you think it's going to be Martinsville? I do. I think it's going to be next week. California? Yep. It'd be fitting. It's where he got his first cup one. But he runs Xfinity, too. So does he sandbag Xfinity race? I don't want him to win actually, it in the Xfinity actually series. Actually, I'm not 100% sure if he runs Xfinity so this even weekend. Know. But I think I heard, because I, I didn't think he ran Phoenix, and then he ran Phoenix, and I don't know if he runs California. Can you look that stat up? Or not stat, um, but can you look I, up I and see? No, I don't I don't know that I can. Because it'd be weird. <laughs> it'd be, well, just look up Kyle Busch 2019 Xfinity schedule. Because it'd be weird to think he's in the car three weeks in a row, but I could see him doing the But he needs to run them early because he's not going to get to run them late. Yeah, because you can only run, like, what, five or six? So, um... More than that, but but once they get into the playoffs and all that, they're not allowed to run. Yeah, and they can't run any of the dash for cast races, so we won't see him in the the Xfinity car at Bristol. And I don't know if he's running the truck race at Martinsville, but I honestly think he's going to get 200 at Martinsville. Even though I would not be dissatisfied seeing him get it this weekend in California think that would be pretty cool so so let's take a look at his xfinity schedule here oh you have it up vegas upcoming races fontana mm. texas march yeah. 30th so this weekend then march 30th it went out then not until august and what track is that the Glen. Watkins Glen. yeah he's not running darlington or bristol he's running bristol august 16th uh, Indy the seventh, so he's not running Darlington or any of those. Let me see. Let me see that website so I can like look it up. Well, it's Kylebush.com. Oh, yeah. So okay. Yeah. Are you questioning me and, and Kylebush.com? See if he's running truck at Martinsville. I don't. Oh yeah, it does did have his truck schedule in there. So let's take a look at Xfinity, and then we're gonna go to the truck series, the Gander Outdoor Series. So he is running Martinsville. Ah. Oh, so geez. he is running Martin. He's running <laughs> Texas and Charlotte the seventeenth. So that's it. Only three more truck races. Uh, Martinsville, Texas, Charlotte. Hell, we might see him get win 205 at Charlotte so, by the time we get to I it. I mean, 
I, I just can't imagine this is going to happen in the Cup Series unless he – I just can't see Kyle Busch giving wins away to do it in the Cup Series. Yeah, but I don't think he would be totally dissatisfied if, you know, something catastrophic happened in the Xfinity Series Saturday and he won Sunday, or if he had to wait a week until Martinsville. Those are two tracks. These upcoming – I think these next three tracks – California, Martinsville, Texas, he's all pretty good at. Well, yeah. And then Bristol after that, and then Richmond after that. So we could see him go on a tangent. Okay, calm down. Let's settle down. Down, boy. Down, no, Clyde. I'm Sit down, it, Clyde. Sit. Making it right now. Sit. We're going. He's going to win every race. We're going to California this weekend. We're going to Martinsville. We're going to Texas. We're going to Bristol and Richmond. Show me the money, Timothy. <laughs> all righty. Um, Anyways, back to we're the going college. to Charlotte. Yeah, we are. Maybe he'll win at Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> Maybe he'll win Charlotte. We'll show up to the track. We'll just sit where there. Are they at? <laughs> yeah, where are they at? Uh, so you think it's going to happen at Martinsville? See, I think that's the least place he could win it. Really? I think it could happen. I think it's going to happen at Bristol. If it doesn't happen at California this weekend, it's going to mm-hmm. happen at Bristol. Okay. Um, Look, I'm not complaining. Although I think it's going to. It could potentially happen in the tr- in the Xfinity Series. I mean, yeah, you know. I really, I mean, seeing that he's running truck at Martinsville and the Xfinity this weekend. What are they going to do, too? I mean, I, I feel like NASCAR is going to do like what Gordon did when he broke somebody's record. They gave him a, when he broke, yeah, they gave him a big old, they're going to have like this huge photo display and it's yeah. going to have a montage of all his victories and it's yeah. going to have maybe 200 with all the victories in the 200 yeah. numbers. Probably. So they've got to do something like that. But I think it, oh, I mean, are we going to hear the Patty wins his 200th? No, Bush but I, wins his two hundred. I, I think it'd be better for the sport if he did it in Cup. Well, absolutely, be, be more exposure, yeah. more hype. If he did it, I mean, who watches the Xfinity? You know, the Xfinity. We do, we do, but like, you know, there's not many people. That, that's in the where the racing is. That in the truck series. Honestly, this year so, you're not wrong. Jeez, but I hope he gets it in Cup. But we'll see this weekend. So, but he is having a great year, leading the points now. All right, so that leads us to the next question. And that is, you know, we've talked about Kyle Busch being the greatest driver of all time. Um, and that's taking into account Xfinity, Trucks, Cup, whatnot. Mm. But my question to you is, is Kyle Busch the greatest Cup driver of all time? Cup as in? In the modern era, n- Cup. Cup driver. The best driver to race in Cup in the modern era. Yes. Why? Because. Because why? <laughs> what kind of a game is this? <laughs> because you don't have an answer. Connor doesn't know what to say. Because from a pure talent standpoint, absolutely. Do stats not mean anything? Stats do mean something, but when you... No, they mean more than something. They Davey do. Allison got into the Hall of Fame because of his stats. Okay, but some people consider Jeff Gordon the greatest driver of all time who doesn't have as many championships as Petty and Johnson. Right. And Earnhardt. So, I mean, I think stats do account for something, but... As far as like looking at Kyle Busch, I mean the the only two drivers I can put him neck, the only other driver I could put him with in this generation would be Jimmy Johnson. But I think from a talent standpoint, no, I think you're totally wrong. I mean, way you got to. I mean, you you need to think. I want you to think back before you were born too. Or you know, this isn't this isn't when I say modern era. That doesn't mean when Connor was born. No. Um, I mean, you're talking. You're you're excluding Jeff Gordon. Um, I need to remind you of some stats, okay? Okay. Um, Kyle Busch has what, 51, 52, 52. Cups, 52 Cup Series wins in 17 years in the Cup Series. Okay. Jeff Gordon had way more wins in 17 years. Jimmy Johnson had way more wins in 17 years. Daryl Waltrip had way more wins in 17 years. So you think, I can continue to go on and on. So you think all three of those guys are better than so, Kyle? Um, I definitely think, as of right now, the way it stands, Kyle Busch not the greatest cup driver of all time. Right now. Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, if we're talking about the modern era, let's take Richard Petty out of the equation. So you put him in the, you put Dale Kyle in the top Earnhardt five? Dale Earnhardt had more cup series wins after 17 years than Kyle Busch. You, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson— they all, in my opinion, rank above Kyle Busch at this point in time. Do you take into Looking consideration? Looking at pure stats and championships as well. Look at the championships. But Kyle Busch in 17 years in the Cup Series has one championship. Jeff Gordon, four championships. Jimmy Johnson, seven championships. Daryl Waltrip, three championships. Dale Earnhardt, seven championships. 
Stats do not lie. Yeah, neither does inspection. Has it? Have they ever found gas in Kyle Busch's roll bars? Don't start. Don't start. You know. Don't start. Are you taking? He's out, getting angry now. Are you taking out of consideration the competition standpoint when early Gordon Earnhardt? Wall trip? Are you taking into competition what the cars were like and what you know the championship format was like? Because I can argue that Kyle should probably have three or four championships. You can argue that, but that's just not the way it is. Okay, but look at Jeff Gordon when they got to. He this. should have more. Boom, plateaued. But he so he should have more championships. Okay. Um, you know. But still, they never. You know, Arnhardt never had to face the competition this tough. Drive cars these tough. Well, this you tough. don't know. I mean, how do you know that the cars are tougher to drive now than they were? Drivers like Jeff Gordon will say it. Drivers who drove against Arnhart will say it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the cars are tougher to drive, but when the cars were easy to drive for everybody, that's where the pure talent came in because you had to you had to use your talent. Okay, but with the, the car, the competition and the cars are much tighter now than they've ever been. So, I mean, like. We can sit here and argue, like, you know, if uh, Allison wouldn't have passed, who knows if Arnhart would have had seven. Well, right, but exactly. I know, no, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, you, but but that's going at, yeah, we, but you can't argue that. So we're not arguing that because, you know, the point you just made is the point I'm trying to make. You can't look at what could be because you got to go with the rules that are in effect now. So you're looking strictly off stats. If you look strictly off stats, well, the yeah, stats, stats do are, not put Kyle Busch as no, one the of the stats top don't put him three there. or four or five drivers of all time. The stats don't put him there, but, I mean, you look from a talent standpoint and everything else he's been able to accomplish. A ten lap, what, what talent standpoint a ten in lap, the Cup Series? A talent shoot, I mean, uh, a 10-lap shootout between Earnhardt, Kyle Busch at Bristol. Who do you, who are you taking? Uh, Earnhardt. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, that's an atrocity right oh there. Oh, my gosh. A 10-lap shootout between Gordon and Kyle Busch, are you taking? I mean, if if it is Gordon in his heyday, I'm taking Gordon. Why? You think Gordon was much more talented than Kyle Busch in his... What, what do you define as his heyday? What years? 95. Through? Through 98. And you take him over Kyle Busch? Mm-hmm. Interesting. What about Jimmy? And Daryl? I don't think, I mean, the stats give Jimmy better, I mean, the stats, you know, Jimmy's always underrated, um, but Jimmy is not an aggressive driver like Kyle Busch. I think it would be more of a, I think it would be, I think in terms of a 10-lap shootout like you're talking about, uh, maybe Kyle Busch would beat Jimmy Johnson at Bristol in 10 laps, but I'm not saying that makes Kyle Busch a better driver than Jimmy Johnson if we're looking at of all time. Do you think Kyle can... Does he? You think he has the ability to surpass Gordon? No, he does not have the ability to surpass. Not in not in stats and wins. He, he's not going to pass Jeff Gordon in wins in the Cup Series. You don't think he gets a hundred? No, I don't. You don't think he gets at least? Four it took him seventeen years to get fifty. Okay, but look what so, he's done the last few years. Right, but it took him seventeen years to get fifty-one, fifty-two wins. He's got to get another forty-one wins. But he's just now entering his prime, and he's got that's what 10 you or say. Odd. That's what everybody's saying. It's statistics show when drivers hit their thirties, it's when they hit their prime. Right. Well, I mean, but you know, I think, I think we need to look at. Also, I think that has changed. You back think in that- the day, back in the Gordon days and the Earnhardt days. 30 and four, 30, You know that was the prime. Thirty and four. Dale Jarrett. One of the he was you know until I don't know when was the oldest driver to win the championship. Because drivers weren't getting rides Jarrett until was, they were like yeah. twenty seven. So that's not the new norm. The new norm is the twenties are your prime. The upper twenties and low thirties are your prime. What statistics show that? Well, you look at Kyle Busch. Yeah. You look at Joey Logano. But Logano only has you one championship. Look at all the other drivers that are in the Cup Series right now. Okay, but you look I at Hamlin. You Hamlin's look in his thirties. Right, but he his most of Hamlin's success came when he was in his twenties. But what about Harvick? He's late thirties now. Harvick is the exception. Boyer, Almarola. I would not call Boyer. Uh, I would not call that a crazy success. Boyer's somebody who wins like one or two races a year, and, yeah, and that's I, I'm not putting Boyer in that category. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's done better. Kenseth. Ken- you look at Carl Edwards. Yeah, and he his success was when he was younger. Two thousand fifteen and sixteen were. 
tremendous years. How old was he? Mid thirties. He's upper thirties. I'm I'm saying twenty five to thirty five is the prime now. You think that's the prime? That is the prime now. But there's no statistics in modern day. I just gave you the statistics. Logano has one championship. Brad Keselowski has one championship. Keselowski's in there too. Yeah. Who's now in their thirties? But so you think drivers decline in their thirties, or you think you think the retirement age is going down every year? I think the age that an owner wants you is going down every year. So you look at somebody like a Hamlin um, or a Kurt Busch is a good example. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think his days are limited, whether he wants them to be or not. You look at a driver like Greg Biffle. um, You know, he finished second, third in the point standings at one point at Roush. You look at a driver like Jamie McMurray, Daytona 500 champion, Brickyard 400 champion. Um, all those big races, um, not a ride. So, hmm. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying Kyle Busch is going to, you know, start f- finishing 25th to last, but I think he's got a few more years left in him where he can win, where he can rack off five to eight race win seasons. And but I don't think he's got another 10 years of where he can rack off. I don't think he has another 10 years and of what he's doing And you said here, you, we need to go back to the audio because – I asked you on this podcast, how many wins do you think Kyle Busch is going to have overall at the end of his career? And you said 220. So now, so how does that add up? Because. Dude, I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what I was thinking. I mean, that's only 20, that's only 20 something more victories. And you're talking about, you don't think he's going to get a hundred cup wins? I guess I wasn't factoring in, you know, Xfinity and all that Uh, stuff, but. I mean, so. I think I think Kyle Busch has a few more championships in him. Certainly, he's not going to ever get to seven championships. That's never going to happen. How do you know? I just don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. Don't give me that. How do you know? Um, it's never going to happen. So, I mean, I think he's got a few more years where he's going to have big win seasons, but he's not going to reach Gordon. So, who runs the Cup Series right now as a driving standpoint? Who's the best driver in the Cup Series week in and week out? Right now, the best driver in the Cup Series is Kyle Busch. I'm right. not saying that makes him better than Jimmy Johnson if you no. look at all time, but it's Kyle Busch right now, I think, is the best driver. So in the at Cup the series. end of the day, in the Hall of Fame, you there's think, no question he's going to get well, in the Hall of Fame. Well, I know he's in the Hall of Fame, but like, you think drivers, do you think, you obvi- obviously, Jimmy Johnson gets the low ball. People don't, you know, give him enough credit for what he's done. Do you think they're going to low ball Kyle Busch with his credit as to what he's been able to do in the sport? And why do you think that is that people hype up Earnhardt and Gordon so much? But they lowball. I don't think they lowball Bush. I think he's gonna. I think. I think. You think Jimmy Johnson comes out on the short end of this. So why do you think drivers like Johnson get short end of the stick when the competition's tougher and the cars are harder to drive versus Gordon and Arnold? Because I believe that people think that Jimmy Johnson won these championships because of the format that it was in, and it 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 was not. I mean, that's the way it was. Those same people can make the argument for Arnhart and Gordon. I'm just saying. Like yeah, that's a that's an argument that can can, can go yeah, both but, ways. Yeah, but but when you start resetting points and all of those things, instead of looking at the point accumulation for the entire year, I mean, hell, Gordon had a two hundred point lead. People feel different. Yeah, Gordon had a two hundred um, point and lead. I think that yeah, and in I think 07. that. I mean, I think you know that goes into into play in terms of how they 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 look at Johnson. Yeah. So. Um, it's a shame, folks. So it sounds like as we wrap up this conversation on Kyle Busch, you have come over to my side. You do agree he's not the um, greatest cup driver of all time. Not so right thank now. You for, thank you for agreeing. Not right now, but this is a conversation that can be continued. Uh, Career's not over. So I won the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Boom. All right, so we're going to wait and see when Kyle Busch wins number 200. Could very well, we could be sitting in here next week and he's won 200. Yep. So And, and you're going to be upset about that. I won't be upset. No. You want to be at the race he wins 200 at. I want to be at the race. I, I honestly just want to be at a race Kyle Busch wins to start out with. If it's 200, tremendous. If he wins tremendous. this weekend, tremendous. Tremendous. I just want to see Kyle Busch win. Might happen one day. Well, all you got to do is turn on the TV You see Kyle Busch win. <laughs> yeah, I've witnessed all – well, I've probably, I've probably witnessed like 46 of his 52 wins on TV. There you go. So. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, Connor's got his donkey of the day. Then we're going to talk about California coming up. And uh, that'll be it. So crash. Travel. Would you like to wear your favorite podcast? Now you can. Shop for the lead at shop.spreadshirt.com slash fa dash the dash lead. 
Now back to Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn on For the Lead. All right, welcome back, everybody. For the Lead, getting ready to wrap up podcast number 15 as we get ready to head into California, the final race in the West. How's that ice? It's very good. Keeping my mouth nice and uh, moisturized. So we head into California, the final race of the West Coast Swing. Uh, but first, before we do all that, Connor's got his uh, Donkey of the Day segment. So, Connor, um, take it first away. First, before all oh. that, I oh. heard something on the rumor mill this weekend Whoa. that next year NASCAR will go to the West Coast Swing right after Daytona. I thought you told me they weren't even going to run Daytona anymore I've heard as so the first things. race of the season. But, they were going to um, do something else and then come back to Daytona. So they were going to possibly, through the rumor mill, go straight into Vegas, Phoenix, and California right after Daytona, and then move the Atlanta race to, like, right after that or something like that because of the weather that's been in Atlanta. I have an idea. How about they just get rid of the West Coast Swing? The West Coast Swing is good for the sport. We don't run California. That's a boring race. We don't run Phoenix. We don't, you know, Vegas. Are mm. these great races? No, but it's more appeal to the no. uh, West Coast fans. So, I mean, it's, you know, we got to do it. Uh, donkey of the Day. You want to do that? Donkey of the Day. Sunday, March 10th, goes to, drumroll please. I don't want to do drumroll. Chase mm. Elliott. Me? Me? Why? Explain, Timothy. Oh, I've got to now do the Donkey of the Day segment? No, but this is your driver. What in the so, world? This is a rookie mistake to a four-year driver. I know. So I'm, you know, I'm watching, uh, you know, I, I didn't sit down to watch the race till like 7 o'clock on Sunday. And I'm watching it. Chase Elliott, great. Started on the front row with Blaney. Great start. Fast car On all the outside. Weekend. Fast car all weekend. Comes out. You know, comes off a of turn two, gets the lead from Blaney, and I hear D.W. and Gordon saying, "What a what a great restart by what a great start by Chase Elliott." And then I hear he may have gotten too good of a start. NASCAR says he did. They are putting Chase Elliott in the penalty box. Had to come down pit road, jump the start of the race past Blaney at the line. That's like a one in one hundred type thing. I hope he punched Blaney in the face afterwards. It's like it was Blaney's he fault. He should have slowed down. He should, just like you're supposed to do when we're racing go-karts and you come out ahead of me. You're supposed to slow down and let me catch up so we can make a race of it. Yeah, stats on I won the championship. That's all that matters. So, so Blaney, that really uh, ruined Chase's day. He had to go to the back. Spun yeah, out. He had cautions, but he never got his track position back. And it At a up, track like that, you uh, just can't. I'm, just, I'm, I'm disgusted about the whole thing. With Chase Elliott? Well, I'm not mad at Chase. I'm, I mean, I think the rule's stupid. To jump the reason, I, I mean, mean to jump the yeah, start of the race. It was like, I mean, he beat him to the line by like, uh, not even a car length. Uh, no, I mean, I mean a car length. He beat I mean, him to the line by like like a foot. Yeah, it's like, I mean, don't make him come. Here's what you do. You know what? The rules, the rule. Fine. Don't make him come down pit road. Let him make him give the lead to Blaney. So just give the position back. Right, give the position back. It's, Fair. I mean, why? You know. But if that happens late in the race, do you give the position back. You, if that's the rule, then yeah. that's the rule. So yeah, you give the position but the start back. Of the, I mean, you got a the double yellow line thing. If you don't give the position back, yeah. then you're penalized. But the start of the race is controlled by the flagman, not the restart zone, right? I think yes. The start of the race is controlled by the flagman. So yes. it's just whoever beats to the line. In the it's restart, not whoever beats to yeah, I mean, it's the leader has yeah. to get to the line. But, but in the restart zone, if the leader doesn't get going right. by after the second line, it don't matter. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So, but I mean, I just think it's. I just think it's childish. It's a childish rule. Childish Don't look rule. At me like that. You're just mad. I Chase, am mad. Chase Elliott made that Jeez. mistake. Where, where do you think you? I've never seen Chase win a race. I want to see Chase win a race in person too. Yeah. Well, I mean, has he come close? I mean, he ran in the top no, five not, at Road Race that I not, at that I uh, no. Yeah. No, he hasn't come close. Dang. So. Um, all right, so that's the donkey of the day. Let's hope that's the f one and only time Chase Elliott is. Hey, Kyle got it last week. Chase got it this week. It's, right, that's it's, true. Both our only, drivers got donkey of the day. It's only fitting. All right, so here's the point standings as we head into California. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski. They are all locked into the playoffs. And that's the top five. Was uh, that that's the, top, the top four? Top four. 
Um, so four different drivers uh, in the first four races of the season. Kyle Busch has finished top ten all four races, only driver to do so. Hell yeah. Uh, Kevin Harvick's fifth in the points. Martin Truex is sixth. Kyle Larson, seventh. Eric Amarola, eighth. Kurt Busch is ninth. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., tenth. Clint Boyer. Then it's Blaney, Chase Elliott, Eric Jones, Jimmy Johnson, Alex Bowman. That is if they were cutting it off right now. And if you remember last year, it seems like... It seems like it's every year. This Looks year like with the same Chase. list. Chase is always down tenth or below, mm-hmm. and and he and he gets in, and then he ramps it up. Uh, some other notables: um, Newman seventeenth, Byron he's eighteenth, uh, Suarez is twentieth. So one top ten. Well, where's for him Bubba? In four races. Um, Bubba is twenty ninth in the points, and mm. Michael McDowell's thirtieth. McDowell's got a top five, and he's thirtieth in the points. So. Mm. Um, Bubba's beating McDowell. Suarez so. is twentieth in points. You said. Yeah, Suarez is twentieth. It's right around um, where he runs. Every yeah, year in so points. you know, there you go. Very disappointing. All right, so now it's the time of the show where we have to give our predictions on who is going to win. And I haven't even thought of mine. Uh, so I'm glad that you're. Well, going it's to- hard for the second person who has to go second to think of theirs because well, I need because I well I need to know what you, yeah, you are saying. You got to go based off of what the first. person So let me write say. this down. You have a 26 point lead. Yes, and we're sir. not going to keep track of the overall points. We're just going to keep track of the point deficit. Okay. But won't that get confusing though? No, because you have 26 points. Basically, okay. if I gain 10 the next week, then it's 16. So we're not, I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not keeping track of that. Okay. So you have a 26 point lead. Cool. Um, who's your pick? Kyle Bush. Oh, 18. Going with Bush. So you, you think he's going to get his, so that, I mean, you think he's going to get his 200th win at California. Yeah, but I want him to get it at Martinsville. Okay. Martin Truex Jr. Uh, Truex. So, so let me guess you're going 18, 19, uh, Eric Jones, 20. <laughs> Kevin Harvick. <laughs> Kevin Harvick. So Harvick. Bush and Truex. Yep. So let me look, man. Now I'm gotta, I gotta figure out who I'm gonna go with. I think Harvey's right. gonna be fast this week. I'm going with Logano. All right. So I'm going 22. Seems like our picks have been almost the same every week, just flip flopped. I am gonna go with Larson. Okay. I thought about Larson. So I'm gonna Not go with 42. Okay. And then who's that last person gonna be? I think I am gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Kurt Busch. You're stupid. I would have gone with Brad Kozlowski. Going with Bush, Kurt Busch. Interesting. So 26 point deficit for me. Connor has picked Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, Martin Martin Truex, and and Kevin Harvick. Harvick. I've picked Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Kurt Busch. I've won the last three weeks in a row. Yeah. So, chances are I'm going to win again. Hell, this is like the damn points in 2007 where Gordon was leading by like 200, winning a bunch of, but he was leading by like 200, but Johnson was winning every race and right. Yeah. Taking the points from him. So. So there you go. All right. So we'll see what happens next week racing in California. Hopefully, it's a good race. The 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 package is back, right? The yeah drafting type package is back. So let's see if we see anything different. In California, then when we they were we racing might see it at five Vegas. wide restarts five there. Five wide. Then when they were racing it at uh, Vegas or um, the other tracks that they ran that at Atlanta. So, all right, that's going to do it. We thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Follow Lead Crash Trouble.